and welcome to the Haunted Minds Anthologies from the fucked up minds of the Scrapbook Universe. We're here to give you a full month of scary, spooky shit to keep your butthole tight. Stay with us and we are going to try to terrify you. And welcome back to October's Haunted Minds Anthologies. This is your boy Patrick coming to you with my own story with my fellow host, Joseph Pratt, or Jody Pratt. What's going on? And uh, we're going to come at you with a, a slightly demented look on something, but it is what it is. It's what you're here for. All right, so um, there's a reporter, Doug who is a paranormal investigative uh, reporter who, who who just goes around being a sleuth, basically, at the end of the day. Um, he has a podcast and a shitty YouTube channel, and so he's uploading these things, and um, he's hit a few major spots, like uh, Amityville Horror House and stuff like that, and he's just trying to get stories to get views. And a, uh, a fan of his, or what you know, what you would take as a fan, wants to come tell him a story. So she emails him, DMs him, and is like, hey, I got some shit you should hear, but no but no interview. I just want to tell you this story. And he's like, bet. Then he, he goes to talk to her on the phone, and he gets a little rundown of what she says. And he's like, yo, I've got to put this out. There's no way I don't put this out. This is fire. And if what she's saying is any kind of close to real, which sounds pretty fucking real, I'm going to put it out. And so against uh, her wishes, because um, in her words, you feel me, uh, these words are tainted with the blood of my body and the semen of the devil. So you're not supposed to speak about this. This is supposed to be something that you, you tell to one person at a time. And so uh, she meets him. You know, at his uh, studio apartment. Let's call it, uh, give me an area. Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. Uh, time of year? Autumn. Beautiful. Perfect timing. So late November, she pulls, or uh, he pulls up to, no, she pulls up to his studio apartment. Because he would have all his, uh, recording equipment there. And... He goes in and have the interview with her. He, he tries to chat it up a little bit, keep it cordial. And he could just see a distressed look on her face, like a, like a I've been through war kind of face. When you're 27, but you also look 42 mm-hmm. kind of face. And so uh, he's like, I just want to, you know, get the full rundown of the story. And she's like, this isn't for anybody else. This is just for you. I need to get this off my shoulders, you know, off my chest. And uh, I, I feel like you understand me. You, you you do so many paranormal stories and you believe this. I don't know if he believes it. I don't. And that's why I think he's putting out so many stories that people are telling him. Like, this is, this is information. Like, once you know this name, it becomes a problem. Because I'm almost positive in fucking... Uh, in fucking... Uh, Christian... You know, in Christianity, like, you're not supposed to speak uh, a demon's name. It's just bad juju to have around. It's Catholic shit. Catholic, there you go. You're not supposed to be speaking names and shit. So, uh, 
He's like, bet, I'm not going to do none of that. Let's just make this happen. I just want to hear your story. And so she's like, this isn't an interview. This is just me telling you this shit. And he's like, all right, cool. He has a recorder on him that that has a 10-hour battery life or some shit. So the entire time he got there, he's been recording everything. And he goes to uh, <laughs> he goes to start the story, and she keeps reminding him like this isn't for other people, and he's like, okay, I get that. And then she goes into a very uh, visceral and almost romant romanticized because of the trauma of it being molested by the devil, being raped by the devil. And uh, it the the tone of it is very um, unsettling because she's telling you things that happen in normal you know cases like that, but they have a supernatural you know twang to it. Mm-hmm. And he keeps stopping her to ask her uh, like uh, like can you tell me who this was? Was it maybe an uncle? And he's kind of trying to be like a psychiatrist at a certain point. And he's talking to her about this. And she starts to uh, tell him, like, how it led to the event. How she got to that point. And it was it's more along the lines of just being innocent at an age. She didn't do anything. And that's that's uh that's a fucked up part about it is that like you don't have to do anything for you know evil to pick on innocence. Mm-hmm. You're innocent. You're 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 pure, and that's what she was. And so um, I want to call her like seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, give me a place in the U.S. Montana. Montana. There you go. And and there's not a lot of Catholics She's from there. Like, well, that's that's where they're doing it at. We can call her from. Where's where? Las Vegas? Him? No, she. No, no, no. He's Las Vegas. She's Montana. So he's in Montana right now. Yes. No, 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 no. He, she went to him. Oh, okay. okay. She pulled she's up on him. She's from there. Yeah, she's okay. from there. Like almost like she's running from something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so she's a that she, devil dick. <laughs> And so that's uh, that's why she went to his spot is because um, she was trying to get out of her spot probably maybe I don't know, and then um, he, that's how he records her is that he has something in the apartment mm-hmm. already staged to be like once she walks in I'm gonna start recording. What if it's like a live stream? Do you think that's too much? I'll bring some um, current. Uh, wearing like current, uh, what is the fucking word? Current affairs to like the situation, like it's current day, not like old. If he's live streaming this, he yeah, can't live stream it. Okay, so we we said for the nineties, right? I don't know. Oh, you said the nineties. I did not say the nineties. Hmm. I only said Las Vegas. Las Vegas, okay. Um, Fuck it, why not current day? What what if it's 90s and it's on a broadcast? 
Like he's just on a radio wave, like a like a ham radio type thing. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That way, it's kind of like cutting out at certain points. So at a certain point in the movie, you start to see the viewers. Well, yeah, one by one. Like yeah, nigga riding in a truck or some shit. Mm-hmm. And like driving, like is bumping along, and then he turns it up because it starts to lose thing, mm-hmm. and he's hearing the story. And uh, what she said in the beginning was. Uh, that this isn't for anybody else. And so this is uh, essentially going to bring up, like, about the apocalypse and or kill an entire town or whoever's hearing it. Mm. And uh, that's all I got. So what? So why does she tell a, a person who tells people stories? Uh, because she's been following him. She's a fan of what he does. Right. And he portrays himself as a man who cares about things. But his main job is exploitation. But she doesn't see that from her perspective from being... And, and this can play on the duality of her consciousness. Mm-hmm. Being fucked by the devil, you might become a part of the devil. And so... She knows she's... She semi-knows subconsciously that like telling a reporter my story is not the thing to do. Right. But she's also just like, I was listening to you to figure out what was wrong with me. I thought when I was waking up with scratches on my legs, that was just me. Yeah. Like, I'm scratching myself, and then when I cut my nails down to where I couldn't, I'm waking up with deeper scratches. And they're always in threes. And then, like, you know, she goes in that whole spiel, like, I was trying to figure out what was wrong with me, dug deeper into you, and, you know. And also, it could be, uh, like, she's had exorcisms and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they thought it was just, like, me doing, like, evil shit to myself, and... I did exorcisms and I, it's not in me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's bre- Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. So the exorcism can't get it out because she's not possessed by a demon. Yeah. She's not, you know, possessed by the devil. Is she going to birth one, you think, maybe? Um, no. Because like, if the devil's having sex with you, doesn't that normally create like the antichrist and shit? Yeah, true, but he can pull out. <laughs> I don't believe he does. You know what I mean? Hmm. Also, then it wouldn't make sense for them to, the person, people who are listening to, to die if she's going to give birth to the Antichrist. Because he's going to kill anybody, everybody anyway, so. So, what would you, what would you think is, is... This is just a question on, on the story's principles. What would you think you should die for by hearing this story? Is it just spreading the bad news? I think it's not the devil at all. I think it's just some sub-demon that she believed it was because it was so powerful. Or mm-hmm. what she perceived as powerful as a 17-year-old little mm-hmm. girl. A human child. Yeah, thing. you know what I mean? So maybe um, through the years, everybody she tells, it's a... It shows in their soul, not shows in their soul, but then they get possessed by a demon. Like it's a fucking. It's like a. It's, it's like, like a, a cough in a room. Yeah, so you somebody's come gonna in get and, sick. And if you keep a mask on, you'd be keep fine. Shit, keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. When you're walking in, just like, hey, I have so many problems. Yeah. And you're like, stop enunciating. Exactly. So, like, maybe. They don't die per chance, but they become possessed, and they 
spread the shit too and start doing the evil shit and, and spread it's the it story out. of the devil fucking you like a uh, yeah yeah and it's like a plague of sorts and what if it gets more romanticized as it goes yeah so like because women love fucking serial killers yeah they, they it, that's like I don't know not one woman outside of like older women like older women are like nah nigga I, li- uh, I live through some shit I don't need to see I that I live through exactly that yeah like so. that fear you got niggas on TikTok and plus niggas, uh, they they romanticize that shit too because their their fathers were woman beaters and they got with woman beaters and shit, so they kind of are into the fucking some shit you're not supposed to be into anyway. You know and what I mean? That's the way you're built up. You know, the woman that beat you down become your wife. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? That was how your mom was. Yeah, factual, bro. So. Maybe through that shit, and she's telling stories about they're strolling a garden, and he laid me down and took me from behind and shit like that, mm-hmm. and and he he starts to see things in himself that I haven't seen before, like him being sexually aroused by this conversation. He's like, and he's like, what in the fuck? Like, I need a fucking break. He starts to break out in sweats and shit, mm-hmm. just like gulping down water, and he's just like looking back at her like. And, Takes his Lexipro and shit. How you, how you feel about her battling battling like a, a psychosis as far as multiple personalities? I, I while believe she's going through it. I believe those are, will show through her stories. That's what I'm saying. It, you it, know what I mean? Like so one, when he's telling a story and he gets aroused, certain times she's like disgusted, and then certain times she's just like. And she feeds into it, just like starts to like grind in her seat a little bit, and like starts to stare into his eyes, mm-hmm. and just like it's hot to, in here. Take off her, <laughs> take off her jacket and shit, cause Montana's fucking cold. Yeah, I mean, uh, she went to him, right? So, um, yeah, so it's very hot in Vegas. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, I'll be back. Comes out of the bathroom with no bra on and shit, and he's just like, nope. And he's like, hey, remember she's seventeen, nigga, relax, bro. Although mm. that's a legal age in, in Las Vegas, but so she's telling him, and slowly. That nigga's getting possessed. Yeah, through every word she says, so it's like a lustful spirit. Because, exactly, like it's going through fucking. Exactly, and she's like, um, and towards the end, she's like, I need like, I didn't know who else to go to. Like, reaches her hand out and like, like grabs his hand, and like slowly pets that shit. He's like, oh, what the fuck? He kind of breaks out of it. You know what I mean? Just his soul fighting that shit. And every story she's telling of every time she's been fucked by yeah. this demon, she's like, it's a it's a different personality. Mm-hmm. One is like they she took me from behind in the garden and you know what I mean and, and held me tight. And one is and the rape. one is just exactly great for real. Like he, he met me, me with the bar. Mouth. He met me in the bar. He gave me a fake ID and shit like that. And and then he choked me until I was almost unconscious. And then he raped me in the bathroom. You know what I mean? And then there was another one where she picked... It was a he, drunk husband coming home or something. Yeah, it's like you my... just blend a billion... Because that's the story of the devil. He's fucked billions of women on this planet. Yeah. And that's the story. That's the unlikely interview is that you don't know... And it's, and through and through every raping or every sexual encounter, that victim gets all of every single one of the stories that have happened in actual fact like a, like a database exactly 
And so she might think it happened hundreds of thousands and millions of times. She was like, I was a but Roman. Exactly. Exactly. And I, you know what I mean? I laid my head down and, you know, I then all of a sudden he was above me with a knife to my neck. And then the knife turned into a snake and it wrapped around my throat and and I kind of liked it. And you're just like... Yeah. Where fetishes come from? Yeah. Well, not fetishes come from, but for sure what this... Uh, what sort of this fucking... Um, what is it called? Uh, when you beat the shit out of somebody you and you like it. Get up on these? Through this whole entire thing, she's just telling as many stories she can tell mm-hmm. by this serial rapist, which is just a demon. It's not even the yeah. devil. Because the devil had more important shit to do than just yeah. to fuck. He's like, I'm trying to beat God. You know how hard that yeah, is? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm pretty busy taking over your political figures yeah. than to fuck a 17-year-old. You know, John McCain? <laughs> that I'm the reason why his arms don't go up all the way. I fucked him. <laughs> I fucked niggas. <laughs> that that is some devil shit to only fuck dudes. Yeah. To be like, I, I, I'm a fuck Putin. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's some devil shit to be like. That's an evil man. I didn't make him that. He was that. Yeah. Let me let me go fuck him and make him super. Let me throw a cape on that bitch. Yeah. Make him super evil. Yeah, because, you know, he's just, like, angry and upset that he got fucked. It's like, And, like, on a, in the end, like, you know it, and you're just not trying to tell people. Yeah. You're like, I remember being fucked, like, and I remember waking up with blood in my sheets, and I was just like, shit. So every single story she's telling, is he's more more getting, like, into it and shit like that. And, mm-hmm. he, and like, I want... I want her to. Go ahead. I want her to. Uh, I want them to fuck. I want them to have sex, bro. Right, and she turns into that demon at the end, and right before they and he's so into lust and so in infused with that demon. Mm-hmm. She turns into him right before his eyes. She turns fucking seven feet tall and snake tongue and horns and horns and shit. And he draws back after kissing her. And he's just like, and goes right back into kissing the fucking demon. Oof. You know what? Because once you're in it, you're in it. You know yeah. what I mean? Once, you, once you've submerged into the cold water, you are now in the water. Yeah. You don't just levitate out that shit. You're it, in there. And it shows, and it and it's not him fucking the demon. The demon's fucking him. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. He's a full nigga. He's holding up his ball sack and the whole exactly. shit. Exactly. Turns it like trying to <laughs> <laughs> like getting choked and fucked from behind, bro, with his pants around. Like it, it was like a raw like pants around his ankles. Don't want to show the full right? fucking, but you see. You see and, the, the and everybody angle. that's listening is going wild. <laughs> They're just like, yeah. Ah, what I'm like, thinking yeah. is everybody who goes home does the same thing to somebody else. Like goes and does sexual acts to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it yeah. shows like a woman showing hope, showing up home, and her two boys walk out. That's and exactly then, what I thought. Mom came home with groceries, and it's, like, nigga. it's like a it's like a a, a, a robust man, twenty seven, coming home from the farm, and his mom, old ass mom was there. And he's like, mm. "Yeah, 
Or his dad is there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Walks into and it his, just shows his you grandpa. that, like, uh, what you listen to can matter. Boo. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And the, and the truck driver. Propaganda, dog. Propaganda will change a young nigga's mind. Yeah. And the thing in his country is a hero. Yeah. The, the fucking, um, the truck driver is just, like, bouncing along the highway. You think he's unchanged and unfazed by this? Because, and then he sees somebody hitchhiking and pulls over. And that'll be, like, the last and it's Ted Bundy. No, just joking. But yeah, yeah, like that be that be cool because like uh, she thinks it's the devil and she's speaking as a devil. But you're going to say I'm a general when you're a fucking commander. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You're gonna you're gonna say you're a higher position than you are. Yeah. And the devil's not gonna come check you because you're spreading this knowledge. You're spreading. You're spreading. This, you know. You're spreading the bad word. Yeah. So he's not gonna check you on that. He's like. Peter, I have been pulling bodies. Yeah. So. And he wakes up the next day, like, in his apartment. Everything's clean. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like, he wakes up, and he, like, takes a shower and puts on all his clothes and shit, gets his satchel on, walks out the front door, and there's fires everywhere. Yeah. I mean, that'd be pretty good, did not he? I like it. And that's called an unlikely interview. Episode two, man. Patrick, that was a great story. I got a lot of visuals from it. <sighs> Maybe we make her older so it's not too weird. But that guy's getting fucked, though. No, for sure make it that age because it it's makes sick. It, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Make her a little younger, 16. Thank you for joining us on uh, the Haunted Minds anthologies of the Scrapbook Podcast. This whole month of October, we have interesting, thrilling Horrific, terrorific, <laughs> amazing, misunderstood, as well as comically dangerous uh, subject matter. And we hope you enjoyed all, all that shit. And we probably put out two episodes per um, drop date, like I said before. But hey, it's whatever the fuck I want to do. We love you. Don't stop being creative. Have a spooky ass day. Oh shit. Oh.